Welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. I'm so happy that you're listening today. My goal is to bring something new, something promising. I plan to bring conversation, resources, and wisdom around the things that are holding us back from going for our best. We'll talk about everyday life and careers. I'll bring us dialogue designed to dig deep and identify our passions. We'll talk about the limits that you need to let go of and the promise that you need to grab a hold of. I'll interview women who bring valuable insight to the table. We'll have opportunities for Q&A and we'll talk resources to help along the way. There are levels to this and we'll hit them all starting at the ground floor. We all have dreams and now is our time to level up. Ground floor. A better life. I'm going to be the best woman I can be. My next car, it's going to be better. I'm all in. I have larger dreams. My diet, yep, it's it's going to be healthier. My resources will be better. I have an excellent plan. I'm going to be a really good mom. I'm making my community exceptional. I'm going to do better with my time, better family time. There's going to be a change, working on a stronger product, better, superior, greater, excellent, larger, healthier, changed, better, stronger, quality. Wait, what does this look like? I know it sounds good. These are awesome adjectives, but how does better look? You're in it to win it. Where is the goal in that? What are you winning? Superior. Oh, I know that means it's going to be something creme de la creme, but uh, (laughs) I don't know what it all means. Adjectives. A word or phrase naming an attribute, added to or grammatically related to a noun to modify or describe it. What are your goals? What words are you using to describe your goals? You have dreams of doing things that you've always wanted to do. You know that you're good at something in particular, but you've never stopped. Well, you've never gone beyond the frilly adjective your frill will leave you looking good but going nowhere stop document where you're headed be specific know what you're going for your affirmation I want to pursue what I have always dreamt of doing I know I can do it. So starting this day forward, I will be specific in describing my goals. I will be sure to think of what my goal looks like and not how it sounds. I'm going for the look, the 
feel the real and not the sound. Being specific will help me to get the exact gift. And you can insert exactly what that is. The exact gift I want. And it will help me to avoid the disappointment of getting something that I don't want and I really don't need. Main level. Welcome to Level Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. This month, I am focusing on the theme of building the dream. And joining me today is Jalise Thomas. She is a strategic marketer, creative writer, business strategy coach, and event development professional. With over a decade of experience crafting content and experiential visions across various industries, she has finally hit her sweet spot as an entrepreneur. After earning a JD, MS in Health Sciences, and BA in Political Science, she quickly realized that she already had what she needed to thrive and achieve joy that transcended her professional and personal life. Jalise is a newlywed and mom to two beautiful boys. Nothing is more important to her than spending quality time with family and helping others achieve that same flexibility as she helps them grow their business through words, experiences, and curated collaborations. Jalise, welcome to Level Up the Podcast. How are you? Thank you so much, Alethea. I'm doing very well this morning. Excited to have this conversation with you and drop some gems on the listeners. All right. And that's exactly what we want. We want gems. You know, I mentioned that the theme this month is going to be building the dream. And that looks different for many people, you know, especially, um, you know, female entrepreneurs, the dream tends to look a little different than it does for male entrepreneurs. Moms, it looks a little different than it does for singles. So I wanted to bring that perspective to our listeners this month so that they can hear some of the experiences that go into being an entrepreneur and hear how each experience is different. So I know that you are working full-time right now and it's not in the area that you are an entrepreneur in, but yet it does lend to what you're trying to build. So tell me a little about what you're doing and what is it that you're trying to build? What is it that you're a new entrepreneur pursuing? My nine to five is in research community outreach for a large academic medical center. And basically what that is, is connecting physicians and patients to clinical research opportunities close to home. So whether that's at a community hospital or ambulatory site, we're just trying to bring those where people live because a lot of people don't want to come downtown for care or to participate or just don't have the capacity for whatever reason. And a lot of the skills that I use in my day job are what I'm trying to monetize. But if we just kind of rewind back to my youth, if you will, 
I am just a lover of words and creativity, mm. the arts, experiences, connecting with people, building and establishing relationships and maintaining those and just kind of understanding the psyche of what makes, what brings people joy and making sure that I'm always adding value in the best way that I can. So sure. that is not neatly packaged at this moment. Uh, a lot of what I do, I usually will term it as strategy because I think that strategy is all encompassing and it forces you to take a very holistic view of what the person wants and then breaking it down into manageable steps so that they can continuously work towards making progress so that they can achieve whatever their big vision or goals are for their business. Right. Wow. That's great. That is great. So you are actually using a lot of what you do right now in what you're also trying to build outside of your um, your nine to five. So your experience includes event planning, project management, you know, creative writing and public speeding, uh, speaking. Of all of these things, um, and I mean, feel free to add anything that I may have missed. Of all of these things, which do you find the most gratifying? What do you like doing the most? <laughs> I'm going to cheat on my answer to this question. <laughs> okay. Event planning, because it involves all of the above. Ah. For me, bringing it back to joy, there's nothing like seeing the faces of the person that you put the event together for and the attendees once they are at that event and then when they're leaving and then when they're talking about it after. So one thing that I really enjoy is the process. That first discovery call when you're finding out what the client wants and then essentially, you know, every little piece that brings it together and really showcases what the client's vision was, that really is exciting to me. But that's project management, that's uh, public speaking and relationships and creativity. So all yes. of the above but event planning. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, I definitely can see that, you know, I've done event planning and I've, I've put events on and just like you said, the joy of seeing it all come together. Uh, there's nothing like it because there's so many little intricate pieces that you're trying to pull together. Um, and you're trying to meet the expectations and the needs of just not the you know, not only the person who you're doing the conference for, but of course the attendees, you know, it all goes as one big package. They're happy, you know, the person doing the conference or, or the event is happy, and then you reached a success, you know, and that just, like you said, it just gives you all the joy in the world to see that you brought someone else that happiness. Now you have a BA in political science, a master's, and a Juris Doctorate. How do your degrees help with your career aspirations? I know that you have a little one there, and, and sometimes, and that, you know, that is very real. That's what entrepreneurship often looks like. You know, no, you're I, trying I, I just to juggle muted, children. But, uh, you're I, I think he's on his juggle, way to sleep. So the way taking I care of the house, and you're trying to juggle, uh, you know, your nine to five, like we said. So, uh, you're doing a great job. Let me say that. <laughs> I'm using what I've gained from all of my nine years of higher education 
would be just the the process again of starting something and finishing it, enjoying what you're learning, never losing that curiosity for understanding how things can uh, intersect and connect, relate or not relate, and finding inspiration in everything. A lot mm. of what I studied, although on its face, it seems like, oh, it's very logical and it, it makes sense that I took those paths. Some of those classes I took might not make sense, you know, to someone who's trying to figure out where you're actually going with this. But that's one thing about me that I think is unique, that a lot of times I'm not trying to necessarily force something or go to a destination per se. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not logical, but it's intentionally not logical because I want it to provoke something new. Mm, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So the unexpected almost, um, just to bring some fresh ideas and like you said, something new to the horizon. I like that. I like that. Now, you know, this month we're, we're talking about how women are creative, creatively pursuing more than one occupational, um, arena. We're also talking about how women are valuing having multiple streams of income. So, you know, what people like to refer to as your side hustle, um, has become commonplace and women are really focused in that area. What is it that you do? What are you interested in doing as far as, um, you know, the second piece of what you're building right now? So the second piece of what I'm building right now, I am being intentional with focusing on branding myself as a strategist under the consultant umbrella, if you will. Because I love to listen to people who feel that they're at a standstill or they just can't figure out what the next steps are. And Mm -hmm. if we have to go back to the drawing board, I just enjoy being a part of that process with people and being encouraging during that time because I know how frustrating it can be. Because Mm -hmm. I was there a couple months ago when I started this thing that continues to evolve. But the major takeaway I want people to remember from our conversation about what I'm doing is the fact that it's your journey and it will it will look different from the next person and that's okay but just try to stay positive in terms of understanding that your discovery process is beautiful even when you're not completely sure if it's right because whatever is going to be right for you is right for you Mm, mm mm-hmm Absolutely. So tell us, you said this thing that you're starting to develop. So what are you developing? So really just the strategy piece. Okay. Um, Helping people navigate and build whatever will be the best strategy for what their big vision and goals are for their business. So for someone, I mean, I could even help someone who's trying to do strategy like me, like myself. Mm -hmm. In the sense of figuring out what their niche is based on their unique experience. And like I said, just breaking it down into those small steps so that, and not even every day, but just, just maintaining that commitment to whatever you're trying to build every day. You might not have hours upon hours, you know, like you heard my kid. So I have to dedicate time to him, my, or to them, my full-time job, my marriage, you know, you're being pulled in a lot of different directions, but even if you can't spend hours developing social media content or whatever you need to do for your business, just making that commitment 
every day, okay, I didn't do something today, but tomorrow I will do this. So don't allow yourself to fall too far off the tracks, right. but just keeping that uh, positive state of mind and knowing that it's okay if things aren't going how you think they should go. Right, right. Yeah, and that's good. That's good. And you're right, you know, like I said at the beginning, everyone, it looks different for everybody. And we as women have to realize that there is no one mold that we have to fit into. Um, Just the fact that we are juggling so many things and, you know, we have so many pieces that we have to um, put in alignment. Just that alone lets you know that it's impossible for you to do your part like everyone else is doing theirs. So absolutely, I love that you're encouraging them, you know, to just embrace the fact that it's going to be different. No one avenue looks the same. And as long as they follow the path and, and set out the goals and the dreams that they desire to pursue, they continue to work for that, then um, they're definitely on the right path to being, you know, an entrepreneur and mastering that product that they want to present. Now, let me ask you, just asking a little more about what you're focusing on. Can you give me an idea of what a typical project may be that you would work strategy on? What might that look like? Um, You know, is it someone who is trying to build a web page or is it someone who, you know, is trying to go out and market themselves as a coach? What, what does your typical product look like for what you're building? The typical product for what I'm building looks like, it all starts with the discovery call. So getting to know the client, their background, and then how they got to the point they are today wanting to launch this product or service. And an easier example would be a product. Mm-hmm. So the client has the, you know, maybe they're at their prototype stage and they need connections to grants or other resources business mentors. So when I worked in economic development, that was my day-to-day, figuring out how to connect people to resources. Mm -hmm. So, but it all starts with being a very attentive listener and hearing things that aren't said, because Mm -hmm. that's where a lot of opportunity grows from as well. I'll typically use like a, a Google sheet or some kind of cloud platform to maintain the notes for all the conversations that we have. And then, but a lot of it is, it's very organic and I like that it's organic because I feel that sometimes, yes, you need processes, but I I just really believe that in the beginning, when you're trying to build that relationship, that you want it to be a little bit more fluid because you don't want to close any doors that could really be, you know, pivotal for that opportunity where that creative juice will flow through. And then, you know, your client might not have thought, okay, they have a body product, but they could also be doing these live classes, webinars, Zoom, you know, because we're in COVID time. It's mm-hmm. it's all about just kind of using your client's words against them, or I should say for them, <laughs> <laughs> to challenge them to, to continue thinking outside of the box. And I just, I, I guess in a way, I hold them accountable for what they're trying to do. But it's not in a punitive way. Again, it goes back to that encouragement. 
Mm-hmm. And um, just creating a system that works for them based on what I've learned about them. Absolutely. You know, and you start with the discovery call. I mean, that that is ground zero, so to speak. That is where you you have to pull from. And I know from my experience, too, knowing your client is so key. You have to know um, you have to know the problem that they are trying to solve. And that's instrumental. And that discovery call, like I said, and and like you just said, is ground zero. That's where you start to go in and you start building your relationship. You know, you're showing your client that you're very concerned and dedicated to getting to what it is that they need to have accomplished. You're, You're dedicated to fixing their sore spot. And when they see that, then you're right. Things just flow so much easy, so much you know easier in you developing the product and you developing exactly what it is that they need um, to address their concern. Now I mentioned already that you know you're a newlywed and and you have young children. How is it that you? juggle both of these. Tell me what your typical day looks like. During the week, my typical day, I'm waking up as early as I can so that I can squeeze in my workout. And that me time and self-care is so important. And then I'll log on to the work computer, breakfast for the kids, because they usually wake up around 7, 7.30. Mm-hmm. And in between working, i um, watching the kids too and trying to entertain. (laughs) But let's talk about the evening time when there's a little bit more me time. So once they're asleep, that's when I get to do client work. Sometimes it's calls. Sometimes it's actually doing some creative content production or strategy work. But that's how that works. And the saying it out loud, it sounds very simple and uneventful, but I'm sure that there's some things that I'm leaving out. (laughs) No, not at all. But a a lot of juggling and being able to pivot quickly, especially, you know, during the business hours where a meeting can pop up that I didn't plan for, for my day job. But I really enjoy the evenings and the early mornings because that's when I'm getting a lot done. Right, right. And I tell you, when you're doing this, when you're pursuing this in the hours that you're not doing your nine to five, and all you have is the evenings, it is, it's, it's definitely juggling and pivoting, as you said, because you said you didn't say a whole lot, but you did say a whole lot. (laughs) You do it all basically in the evenings. And that includes time with the kids, uh, time with taking care of yourself, time of preparing for your next day, you know, taking care, um, making sure that you have time for hubby. So it just involves so many different things. And I think sometimes we as women put too much pressure on ourselves because we don't account for the fact that, yeah, things may not be to the point where we want them. However, we are pursuing what we're pursuing in a pretty congested area. It's not just our dreams and our aspirations that we're working on. We're working on family (laughs) and full-time jobs. 
So, you know, it is very encouraging to hear someone else actually verbalize the fact that, yeah, we do a lot of things and um, it's okay if you can't build your dream overnight. It will take some time. It will definitely take some time. So are there any uh, tips? You've already given us lots of gems to think about and kind of to feed on. Are there any tips you would give someone, a, a woman who is working nine to five and has a real desire to be an entrepreneur, a real passion for something? Any tips you could give them on how to pursue this and what temperament they'll need to have? <laughs> that is an excellent question. And I would say my, something that I learned, a lesson that I learned recently is that we cannot allow ourselves to essentially wallow in those moments where we don't think something is worth it. Mm-hmm. Because I had a moment like that a couple months ago. And then I, as I was reflecting on it, why I felt that way that I didn't really want to pursue this anymore, I realized through self-talk that it wasn't so much that I didn't want to do this anymore. The dream of creating this lifestyle where I can prioritize my family and I really am working to live and not living to work, that is still paramount. But it was just figuring out, okay, there are certain services that I do not want to provide because the the way that it's making me feel is not bringing me joy. So I just need to change that. So it's understanding that there may be small things that we just need to tweak to get closer to what our dream is. But don't don't let those small things that deter you completely, you know, get you off track for what your ultimate goal is. Because it's easy. And I think it's even more easy now with all these other demands on our minds and emotions, with everything going on in the world, to say, forget it. I'll just do my nine to five, even though I know that that's not going to take me where I'm really destined to go. Right. Right. That That is key. Don't give up, no matter how it looks, you know, and just like you said, and even if you hit that moment where you feel like it's not worth me pursuing this, let me just stick to my nine to five, you know, don't dwell in that for so long that you give up on your dream, you know, don't sit and dwell in that, get up and find something to do. Um, that will encourage you. Maybe grab a hold of one of those short-term, one of those small goals that you have uh, for your company and work that for a little bit just so that you can build up your energy again, your your fight again to get back in the game and pursue what it is that you really, really want to do, what you're passionate about. Exactly. Um, yeah, what you're passionate about. That is awesome. So say five years from now, let's do a a kind of a short-term goal. Five years from now, where do you want to see yourself? What does your nine to five look like? What does family look like? 
five years from now, I don't have a nine to five. (laughs) (laughs) I I am a super wife and mom. And that's a very loaded goal, but essentially that's just, you know, it goes back to being able to prioritize family and not have to consider all these external things that are out of my control, which I know that those will just change. So it's all about being adaptable and willing to kind of move with the ebb and flow of life. So even if I don't have a nine to five, there's still going to be demands. They'll just look different. Right. I appreciate that and how that will change, but I will be working and adding value in a way that is time efficient. So what that means to me is just doing things that I'm great at, things that I enjoy, because even if it does, whether it takes me five minutes to do something or five hours, that time will fly in a way that I'm going to feel good that I spent that time. And it won't feel like, did I fulfill my eight hour commitment? Like, what does that work product look like? Is that productivity good enough? No, it will be good enough because I'm setting the bar for that. Yes. So that's my envision and where I'm at within the next five years. That's awesome. That's awesome. I like that. You don't have a nine to five. You set your schedule. Yes. <laughs> and you know, that alone is the dream of so many people, just to be able to set your own schedule, which is, uh, yeah, like I said, the dream of so many people. <laughs> the dream of so many people. So let me ask you this. We, I have a segment of the podcast that I call The Loft. And in there, I tell our listeners about products or, um, you know, different resources that they can turn to uh, that kind of relate to some of what we talked about during the podcast. So, you know, we're talking about building the dream today and, you know, being an entrepreneur and how it looks different for women, uh, part-time building, full-time building, you know, it all varies. Are there any resources that you can recommend to our listeners today, either in that vein or any resources that may be a favorite of yours that you think would benefit our listeners? Sure. So one thing, when I rejoined social media earlier this year, I had been off for maybe going on two years, I'd say, Mm -hmm. took a break. I realized that I absolutely enjoy the engagement and the insights that you receive when you join Facebook groups related to your interests. Mm -hmm. I think that's huge because that's real-time knowledge and a bit of market, not a bit of market research, but really a lot of market research can be done through just observing adding value in the way that you can, you know, as I mentioned earlier about how uh, when I worked in economic development, I was always finding out about grants and other resources. You can be that person, you know, in those conversations, in those groups, who's connecting people to opportunities. And, you know, it's, it's not that you are doing it for something in return, but at some point, if you keep being that person that always is in the know, people will begin to see you as a resource and potentially want to seek you out to do business with you. So although that's not, may not be your intention, inevitably it probably will end up happening because you've kind of branded yourself within that group as that go-to person. Right. Right. That's great. So you recommend Facebook groups for sure. Yes. That are in your, in your um, interest. Yeah. And they're awesome. We've talked about this before for networking. 
um, and, you know, just for gaining knowledge, just like yeah. you were saying, just for gaining knowledge. Any books or um, anything else that you recommend? So I love The Alchemist and, mm. you know, all of the must-read books, books that are on Oprah's list. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be honest with you, Alika, lately I have not set aside time to read. Yeah. So I'm kind of doing more of the on the fly things. I mean, I read articles on Forbes.com. I'm very active on LinkedIn and reposting and, and sharing different articles that just anything about entrepreneurship and marketing. Although I am trying to get a little bit more off the beaten path so that I can be inspired by things that aren't so like here are five tips on how to be the best social marketer or whatever. But yeah, I would just say I, I've just really been using social media to kind of uh, inspire my path and journey with this new way of learning. Because when you are in school for a long time, you can become a little bit complacent because they're telling you what to read. So yes. now that I'm out of school mode, I am, you know, I'm as open as your question is to other people. Like, what are you reading? What are you interested in? <laughs> right, right. Right. And, and I appreciate you being honest and saying that because it's true, particularly, you know, after you've been doing all this reading for school, <laughs> picking up a book and reading and really not having the time to do that either is very real. Um, and people need to realize that, you know, that's okay. There are other ways that you can grab that knowledge. You know, you can rely on audio books even. I will quickly put in an audio book to listen or, you know, just do cliff notes to various things. You don't have time to read the entire book, but grab the cliff notes so that you can get the gist of it. There are all kinds of tricks of the right. trade, you know, to get you to the point where you're still gaining that information, even though you really don't have another minute in your day to spare, you know, <laughs> not yeah. another minute. Awesome. So as we're wrapping up here, any final words you have for our listeners? Be present and be kind to yourself. You never know when you'll be inspired. And if you do find yourself at that uh, fork in the road where you're frustrated and you don't know what to do next, be still. Because as long as you keep trying and maintain that curiosity, you will hit your sweet spot, find your golden nugget that, you know, sets you on the path that you are intended to go and fulfills your purpose. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. That's very sage. That's very good. Uh, a very good gem that you just gave us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on today with me. We had a few tech technical difficulties, but we got through them. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. <laughs> Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. This episode of Level Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker is brought to you by Cozy Wicks. Cozy Wicks candles, mists, and diffusers emit fragrances that stimulate an immense feeling of warmth, relaxation, and coziness. 
The owner of the company stresses that it is more than just making a soy candle. It is an opportunity to personalize a cozy experience for each patron. Visit CozyWicks.com to purchase their products and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at CozyWicks. The Loft Hello and welcome to The Loft. Our guest, Jalise, recommended a couple of resources that she finds helpful and things that she enjoys. And one of those is a book called The Alchemist, which is a fable about following your dreams. It's a great read. You can find it on Amazon and all of your and in all of your favorite online bookstores. Another major resource that she referred to, she likes Facebook groups, and this is a spectacular resource. You can find groups that focus on everything that you can possibly think of on Facebook. I encourage you to go to Facebook, plug in a few things that may interest you. You know, moms, there are tons of Facebook groups out there for you. You're starting a new business as a as a woman. There's There are resources out there for that. Um, look for your interests and join the group. The advantages are great. You're with like-minded people. You have the ability um, to be accountable to someone. And you will gain a wealth of resources. So we've got Facebook groups. We've got The Alchemist. And I want to add another book to that. And that book is called The Leap. Again, you can find this on Amazon and all of your favorite book retailers. And it talks about how the economy has made a major leap in the past decade. And it challenges you to make sure that you're ready, that you have prepared for the leap. You know, work looks a lot different for this generation Um, than it was in the past. Long-term careers are kind of going away and people are doing more part-time contract and freelance work. That's really becoming more common. Um, And the book challenges you, whether you're in the midst of your career or just getting started, now is the time to prepare for the changes headed your way. And this definitely sounded like it reflected what we were hearing from Jalise. So the book again is The Leap, Launching Your Full-Time Career in Our Part-Time Economy, and it's by Robert Dickey III. Again, you can find that at Amazon, as well as The Alchemist that you can also find at Amazon. And that book is by Paulo Coelho. I'm hoping I pronounced the name correctly, but head on over to uh, Amazon and you can find it or Kindle or, you know, Barnes and Noble, which, whichever place you decide to go get it. All right. So inclined, rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, every day is a new opportunity and it's never too late to level up.